What's up, everybody? This is Jeffrey Lofton, otherwise known as Who Is That Again? And I want to welcome you to another episode of the Broke Millennial Podcast. It's a podcast for the real ones. Let's go. As I said in the opening, I'll say it again. This is a podcast for the real ones. You know, the folks struggling with living comparatively. Watching what seems like everyone else accomplishing their goals and reaching their potential and feeling like you can never catch up. You know, those of us seeking the approval from people that we admire and respect only to feel like, man. The work it takes to gain that approval, is it really worth it? Kind of quell your drive. I want to tell you something. You are enough. Everything that you need to succeed, you have it already. Everything you need to succeed, you have it already. Whether it's the determination and willpower to complete a course of study or take on that new assignment at work, you have it already. Whether it's the nerve to take that audition or show up for that interview, you have it already. You are smart enough. You are tough enough. You are talented enough. You are enough. These are your intangibles. You can't teach the stuff you have. So what am I supposed to do? Well, we cultivate and we leverage. Embrace, enjoy, and commit to the process of development through study and work. Lock in on those core competencies. You remember, uh, those are the things that you do really well. And develop them. Then find ways to leverage those skills, gifts, and talents to further develop and establish yourself as an expert or professional in that area. Education, training, and professional development aren't in place to make you something that you're not. They are tools to help cultivate what you already have, those intangibles, and help you best leverage that with future opportunities. I'll give you an example. You can know everything there is to know in order to be a successful primary care physician. But if you don't have good people skills, or worse, you don't like people, while you may have proven yourself academically, it's a good chance that you probably won't be in a very rewarding career, and it probably won't be much of a pleasant experience for your patients. Your gifts will make room for you, but your character will keep you there. We're about to dive into part two of our conversation with Dr. Addison Kennedy. Y'all, if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, that ain't your dough. Go back and listen. Stop. Just stop this one now. Go on back. Listen to that one because you need to listen to that one first. 
before you get to the second part of this interview. Because this is about to blow your mind, bless your life, all of that. So, once you listen to last week's, if you haven't listened to last week's, you can come back, listen to this one. And I want you to get somewhere, and I need you to listen intently. Because he's about to drop some major game. And you want to make sure that you get all of it. I had, and I, I, I'm beginning to tell this story a lot more, but I had one of my worst depressive episodes probably on June 2nd. And the exact things that you, of this year, and the exact things that you mentioned were exactly what I needed. Where I was feeling like there was a physical manifestation of it, um, you know, and I, I'm doing, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you look at it, I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. But it was that nobody's concerned about me. Wow. Nobody texts me to check and say, Jeffrey, how you doing? You know, mm-hmm. uh, nobody, nobody is thinking enough, you know, about, or at least to my knowledge, is thinking of me, you know, I'm giving and pouring out so much to everybody else to the point I'm empty i'm running on fumes and nobody else is really is really kind of is really pouring out or pouring back into me so you dealt with that i'm sure (laughs) because you mentioned it so you dealt with that and what were some tools and strategies that kind of helped to so we reached for the word but what were some also some other um tools and strategies you know therapy calling somebody what what was what were some other strategies too that kind of helped pull you out of that funk therapy was definitely one i am i'm let me be honest with you you know um they say transparency is uh good for the soul bad for the reputation i am looking at my notes from my therapist right now Mm -hmm. literally um because they help remind me of many of the things um, that I have to be reminded of on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I'm, I'm reading one um, little nugget my therapist gave me um, today. Um, well, they didn't give it to me today, but they gave it to me a while ago, but I'm reading it today. And um, one of the things that's helped me when I've gone through episodes where I felt like nobody is actively or presently um, concerned or helpful to me, Mm -hmm. praying for me. No one is actually, you know, looking out for me. And I've had many of those days here recently where a lot of people were present in my life because of a position I held. Um, A lot of people were present in my life because they wanted to see what I could possibly do for them. It was more transactional, um, yeah. you know, and and it's it's tough when you realize that there are some relationships that are strictly transactional where they don't want nothing but what you could actually do for them. And what I realized that even though there were people in my life that wanted to see what I could do for them because of a position I held, I also realized that I was also seeking something too. Mm. There was a level of acceptance 
there was a level of um, love and um, and just you know downright you know uh, um, I wanted people to like me to see me as I wanted to be seen. Um, I wanted people to see me in a way that I looked at other people and said, I want people to look at me like that, right? And I wanted to be this guy that, you know, came from obscurity Mm -hmm. all the way up to the the heights of my profession, Uh you know, and to the heights of the preaching game. I wanted to be that, right? And when someone does not respond to my gifts, my calling, my anointing in the way that I that I've worked to um, mm. to be seen as, mm. it's a shot to who I thought I was. It's mm. a shot to um, how I view myself. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a pause right there because that's. That's deep right there. I, yeah. I, I don't want to try to toot my home. But if how other people see me mm. is a shot to how I I see mm. myself, yeah. that means I was I was more fragile than what I what I what I thought. You know what I mean? I'm I'm more yeah. fragile than you know than than what I anticipated. And here is what my therapist told me mm-hmm. that really freed me, and I hope it helps someone else. When you wake up in the morning, show up to this new day with your pockets full. Mm. And he said that, he said that meaning this, if you show up to relationships, to your day, to, to, to opportunities with your pockets full, Mm. you will not, you will not be looking for what people can't offer you in the first place. Mm. I was struggling with, I remember uh, someone close to me, I wanted them to be a certain way with me. Mm. Um, I wanted them to love me in a particular way. It was um, my, my, I can say this, it was my father. I wanted my father to, you know, do certain things the way that Mm. I pictured a father doing. I wanted him to be the father I am to my children, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and my therapist said, but what if you're asking him for something he doesn't have the capacity to give you? You're asking him to give you better than what he's already given you. He's given you life. Yeah. <laughs> what else can he give? <laughs> <laughs> like th- he's already given you wow. his best. That's literally the best he has to offer. Mm. And if you're asking for more than his best, that means you're seeking something that he does not have the ability to give. Mm. He's already given you his best. Wow. And when I realized that now in my conversations with him, I'm not expecting nothing because I'm going with my pockets full. I'm, I'm, I'm going to a relationship with my pockets full, not needing anything. If I go to a relationship, if I go into a relationship with with my pockets empty, people mm-hmm. can see people can see that. 
Yeah. Because I remember going to, you know, see preachers or pastors that I looked, I've looked up to, um, you know, for years, my whole entire life. And I was like, okay, I need to be the best version of myself. Mm -hmm. I need to be as witty, as funny, as, you know, intellectual as I could possibly be. I'm going to save all the big words I know. And I'm going to put them into my memory roller decks so that when I get into this, you know, get into this close quarters with this person I'm, I've been looking up to and I'm just going to throw everything I can so that they can like me and they can uh, possibly invite me to come preach and, 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 and we can have a close relationship and I can call him mentor or I can mm. call her mentor and all that type of stuff. And I realized that I was so fragile that if they did not give me the response I was looking for, I would I would leave that that relationship or leave that uh, conversation feeling empty and vulnerable and mm. and feeling as though I'm not good enough. And I realized that I was going into all these relationships, all of these conversations with my pockets empty, needing something from someone, and they did not have the capacity to give me what I needed. Jeez. And how, what, what do I, what do I fill my pockets up? I, I'm sorry for continuing on, but I, I really, I'm, I'm. That was going to be my question, actually. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do I fill my pockets up with? And I'm, you know, even though you didn't get a chance to ask it, thank you for asking. I fill my pockets up with the love of self that I should have had from the very beginning. I remember preaching over and over again, self-love, self-love. You need to learn how to love yourself. And I realized I was preaching it, but I wasn't learning it. Yep. I was, I was teaching it, but I wasn't learning it for myself. And so I had to say to myself, sometimes in the mirror, hey man, you're good enough. What you are, you've done enough for people to like you. You showing up is enough for people to like you. If they do not like you, that's on them. Rejection has nothing to do with you. I have to tell myself that, Almost every single time I go into a relationship or into a conversation with somebody that I respect and I honor, if they reject you, it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. When you look at someone who has done you wrong, mm. and I've had to do this, and this is, mm. you know, one of these days I'm going to write a good book. Oh, man, I'm a. I'm going to write a good book. You're helping somebody. (laughs) I'm going to write a good book one of these days. When you look at somebody that has done you wrong, done you dirty, ask yourself this question. Have they done that to somebody else? Have they they talked about somebody else? Have they slandered somebody to try to preserve their their legacy or or try to preserve who they are, their public appearance? Have they Mm -hmm. done something to try to preserve who they are Mm-hmm. And you've been and, and and someone else has been on the chopping block and now this is your turn. Have they done it to someone else? Mm-hmm. If they done it to someone else, that means it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. Jesus. Don't go, don't go through stuff thinking that, you know, th- thinking that it has to do with you. 
Mm-hmm. Like with, with my parents and my family, if someone, if I've gone through childhood trauma and, you know, I've gone through something that still affects me to this day, which I have, I got to be mm-hmm. honest with you. And I love my family to this day. But th- the reality is all of us have gone through some type yeah. of childhood trauma and you've gone and, and there's levels to it as well, but it's trauma nonetheless. Yeah. And if you've gone through childhood trauma, look at, look at who our family or who that person was has gone through this, that, that has, that has taken you through some type of trauma, Mm -hmm. whether it be, you know, something crazy or something that's just really affected you to this day. Mm -hmm. Ask yourself, have they done this to someone else? Have they treated someone else this horribly? And -hmm. if they have understand they've never, it it has to do with them, not you. You Mm -hmm. are not the cause of the trauma. You are not the cause of the rejection. Mm. You're good enough. Man. You are great enough. God has created you in a way you got no, God has created you in his image. Mm. And which means from jump street you were good enough. <laughs> from <laughs> before before <laughs> Before you were able to even talk, you were good enough. Before oh you, before you did anything of substance, you were good enough. And when you come to that realization, man, I'm getting emotional. This is this is amazing. When you understand that you're good enough without the validation of, of who you may seek it from. You will go into these relationships, go into these conversations, go into these mentorships with your pockets full. If they don't even look my way, Mm. I'm good. Mm. If they don't even remember my name, if I have to introduce myself to them, if this is the third time I've had to introduce myself to them, Mm. I'm good enough. I'm good enough. I'm good. I am. I I am okay. I am. I am. I'm not tripping on if they look my way, if they shake my hand, if they if they pass me along to somebody else, if they whatever it is, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. good. And, and here here is here is the crazy part. I've before I went to go preach places around the country. I've had to read over my notes from my therapist. And said, if I don't preach well, I'm still good enough. If I mess up and I sing a wrong note, I'm good enough. My pockets are full. If the check is not good, Mm -hmm. I'm still good. (laughs) I'm good enough. I'm good enough, man. Man. Because... Because when you go into these, when you go into life with your pockets full, you are not requesting something. You're not silently requesting something from from people who can't give it. Jesus. They don't have the, people don't have the capacity to fill your pockets up. No, they don't. Because as soon as you get validation from somebody, uh-huh. As soon as you get validation from somebody, eventually that validation is going to wear out and you're going to be seeking it from somebody else. Yep. Yep. That's the wow. reality. 
because validation from people has an expiration date. Sure do. And when you understand that that expiration date is probably coming sooner than later, and the very next day, after you come off that high off of somebody saying, hey, man, I really enjoyed you. And then a week later, you're looking for something that you're trying to get that fixed. I need somebody to tell me that I'm good. I need somebody to tell me that 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 they love me. I need somebody to tell me that, you know what I mean? And, and you're moving on from one 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 need of validation to the next. Mm-hmm. And when you realize that you don't need other people's validation, mm-hmm. because if you don't get it, mm-hmm. you're still good enough. Man, you know, <laughs> I had a direction. <laughs> I thought I wanted this conversation to go. But as usual, <laughs> here go God. <laughs> right, right, right. Taking a this different pro- direction. This program is subject to change by the direction of the Holy Spirit. That's yes, what I said in the whole day. Absolutely. Yeah, Listen, okay, because there was about four or five places there. I ain't want to stop you because I, I, you was on a roll. But there were about four or five places there. I was like, I'm going to need to pause and just okay. turn the camera off real quick. Praise break. I, <laughs> I got to run around my kitchen real quick and man, I come back. I'm t- it, that thing almost got me, man. Oh, man. That thing almost got me. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just, it's, I'm not even going to add anything else to that. <laughs> just. <laughs> and a man that's what right, that was right, like right there's so much there so um you know <laughs> as i'm thinking about you know you know the people that are listening to this you you help so many people you help so many people in the professional space you help so many people in the spiritual space um and you know thinking about as a, as a, as a young preacher, you, you approach so many different things because as young preachers, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, young preacher. I'm, you know, I'll be kind of looking a little sideways sometimes. Like, okay. Can I, I'm going to be a hundred percent. I'm going to be 100% with you on this. I'll be kind of looking sideways because it's like, I'll never get invited nowhere. Wow. And I'm like, why don't I never get invited nowhere? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, feel, you know, I feel like I do a pretty good job. Right. You know what I had to realize? Much like you said, I'm looking for something from other people that they can't give yeah. me. They can't give you, man. Number one, and number two, I had to deal with something else that I ain't think I had a problem with. Pride. Mm. Mm. I had, cause I'm thinking these other folk getting invited places and I'm. I think I'm a little better than them. Right, right, right. Wow. I think I do a little. I had to deal deal with that. So when I tell you, you just confirmed a whole lot of stuff for me personally. And that was a part of that depressive episode I didn't really get into. Yeah. But you just, you know, you really just kind of pulled out the part, man. J. Cole, J. Cole, he just released an album. um, And uh, I think it's called The Off Season. Uh-huh. And uh, one of the songs on there, he says, pride is a devil. Yes. And I think it has a hold on me. And that's the reality for many of us, man. Pride can be a devil, can truly disrupt your, your regularly scheduled life. Yep. 
It can disrupt how you see yourself. It can disrupt how you see other people. It can disrupt your relationships with other gifted people. Because mm -hmm. what if you're in a circle of uh, gifted people and they get the opportunity and you don't? You could ruin a, re a valuable relationship with someone that you should be uplifting and celebrating Ooh, because God. you can't get over the fact that they've gotten an opportunity that you that you think you should have gotten for yourself. Mm. And man, when I tell you, and it, 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 it takes wisdom yeah. to do this, but when I tell you, there are some people I don't share, um, I don't share my successes with them too mm -hmm. often. Yeah. Because I know I can tell how they respond when they're genuinely excited mm -hmm. and when they are putting on a facade. Right? Real recognized. So, <laughs> right, right. And so now I'm like, okay, let me be cautious about what I sit, what I share with other people, because I don't want to, I don't want to ruin a relationship because mm -hmm. they can't handle the success of others. Yep. And when there may be times where I'm struggling mm -hmm. with the success of others, because mm -hmm. let's be honest, all of us have been, have been there. Yeah. Especially in, in, you know, the, the preaching arena. Man. I mean, man, when you, you look on, you look on Instagram for more than 30 minutes, doc, you, you see, you think everybody got to be at church. Yeah. But you, <laughs> got I'm stop. telling you, you think, you think everybody has, has engagements on engagement. I mean, there was somebody that came up to me and told me, it was like, man, every week I see you on a flyer. I'm like, when, where? <laughs> This is old. <laughs> those, those are old, bro. Relax. Relax. Don't, let, Relax. Don't, don't let IG fool you. I'm out here just like everybody else. And that's exactly. Me, and, and, and I can be honest because I'm free. Yeah. Um, you know, I can be honest about it because I'm free. And um, I'm free in this particular area. And when, when I say that, I say... I say it to say that I struggle with it just like the next person. And when I struggle with it, I can identify it quickly and I can pray and say, God, whatever this is in me, take yes. that out. Yes. Because I don't want to ruin relationships that can be valuable in the long run. Because if I went through seminary upset at a friend, mm -hmm. I remember a friend of mine, man, we were in seminary together, Doc. He was somewhere every single weekend, mm. it seemed like. Somewhere somewhere in the country, every single weekend flying out, it seemed like. And I was like, man, bro, like, like what is going on? And when I felt a sense of pride or jealousy rise up in me, I then had to strike that down because... 
I enjoyed the presence of my friend. I, yes. I truly did. I wanted to be friends with this person. And so yeah. I had to identify it in myself and 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 get that in order because, mm-hmm. because then I would not be friends with them. At, if I would have ruined that relationship, then I wouldn't mm-hmm. have many of the opportunities that I've had to this day. Yeah. And when I when I when you understand that, I think you can be made the better mm-hmm. um, because you understand relationships are are kingdom currency. Yes. Right? Yes. They are kingdom yes. currency. That's how you get opportunities and that's how you get wisdom from other people yes. and you know i remember i remember somebody said um i was on uh instagram and somebody said usually man when people invite people they invite their friends before they invite um randoms right yeah. i'm gonna inv- i'm gonna invite somebody that i enjoy being around yeah man. before i invite somebody that i can't stand but they can preach exactly <laughs> you know what i mean I, yeah, I, I can't stand them, but they can they can preach the house they can down. Show so preach, I, right. you know, they can show enough priest. So I, you know, but people will invite their friends before they invite somebody they don't rock with. Yeah. And when you understand that, you then will invest more time, more 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 treasures, more talents into relationships more than you will into mm. networking and trying to get in this <sighs> circle, trying to get in that circle. You know what I mean? Just passing just be out a good business friend. cards. <laughs> right, right. Just be a good friend yeah. and you will be remembered. You, yeah. so, somebody will give you an opportunity and mm. opportunities beget opportunities, right? Yes. Yeah. When you do well at one opportunity, another opportunity will show show up in your inbox or show up in a in the in the form of a text message or a call or just somebody throwing your name out there and yep. you know when when you do well and when you when you when you put your time genuine time into establishing relationships genuine relationships and not networking mm. you know you you can do some some major work regardless and that's across uh, mm. careers and you know the, from the secular to the sacred regardless yeah. of what it is that you're doing invest mm. in your relationships more than in networking and i think you'll 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 be all right i'm having a paint party we're, we're finishing our basement right now mm. i'm having a paint party at my uh at my home um and we're just inviting our friends going you know just to paint our whole entire basement oh and, that's cool uh, we we have a we have a, a good sized basement and everything and and uh, we was like, man, we, we, we need to do it this way. And uh, we started calling friends, every last one of them, except for, for the, uh, except for like maybe one, because he had a prior uh, engagement, um, said that they're, co- they're coming, they're gonna be there. Um, not because it's something that they want to do, you know, that's right. work. You asking them to paint your whole basement for free. Right, for free. <laughs> you, pay, you, you, paying them for, you paying them with food. Right, right. <laughs> and, and, but it's because of the relationship that relationship. you fostered and that you nurtured over the years that you can ask them to do something that is inconvenient to them, um, um, but is helpful to you. And mm. uh, man, when you realize the the, the importance of, of relationships, you then realize that that Luke five text where they they tore the roof off just to get them to mm. Jesus, man. Yeah, man. I listen. I, you have just added so much. I know to me, 
um, as a young professional, as a young preacher, you know, minister, you have added so much value. I had other questions about you, Colin. We'll talk about that some other time. <laughs> okay. But you just, yeah. you, you have created so much value. Um, and just, I, I mean, and um, I really believe that whoever listens to this, whenever they listen to this, whatever their field they're in, these are some tools, some, some, some things to keep in your pockets. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, as you're, as you're going through your career. Yeah. Dr. Kennedy, Thank I you. appreciate you. Thank you, man. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for what you're doing with the podcast, Broke Millennials. That's a perfect name. That's I love that name, <laughs> too, man. And uh, I truly, truly am grateful for this opportunity um, just to be able to share um, the tools I've been given. And, and you know, if you would have caught me, you know, a couple of years ago or even just a year ago at the top of this pandemic, I wouldn't have had none of this to mm. say. Um, but it was through fire and trial and hurt and pain um, that God has allowed me to tap into uh, a new level of thinking um, mm-hmm. that I, I know has helped me and I'm hopeful that it helps other people. And I thank you so much for the opportunity. Um, I thank all your listeners. I really appreciate you. And uh, hopefully we can do this again uh, sometime soon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Dr. Addison Kennedy, how can people connect with you? Man, you can hit me up on social media, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Addison Kennedy. You can connect with me wherever um, you may be. I'm not on TikTok or Snapchat or nothing. I just don't have the bandwidth to do all that. <laughs> But I'm I'm right there on the uh, the traditional the big the three old people right yeah. right right the big three they I guess the that's where all the older people are at now the oh, older yeah. millennials are at now and and uh, and everything so um, but yeah hit me up on Instagram Facebook Twitter I would love to connect um, with you and uh, we'll, we'll we'll do something great all right well there you have it everybody. Dr. Addison Kennedy, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Broke Millennial Podcast. Okay, y'all. I'm not sure about you, but, like, that was therapy. All right? I might have to reach out to him again and see what his billable hours are. He ain't a therapist, so you can't call him and be like, yeah, I need to set up a session. Like, that. that's not his field. Okay? So don't do that. But man, wow, you are enough. You are enough. I'm entering this day with my pockets full, y'all. I'm not going to expect anything from anyone that they can't give me, nor do they have the responsibility to give me. My pockets are full. All right, y'all go ahead, get on up. Get your day started. Go into today with a great attitude. And always remember, I see you. I'm so proud of you. I'm rooting for you. And you're doing just fine. If this podcast is adding any value to you, please do me a favor. Go ahead and share it. I'm trying to put as many people onto this free game as possible. 
All of our guests have taken time out of their schedules to share because you and your success are of utmost importance. We all want to see you win. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Broke Meal Pod. And be on the lookout next week for another episode of the Broke Millennial Podcast. Y'all take care.